Should we just talk about it while we're here? (laughs) (laughs) Me and Cedar were actually just talking about if we have good luck with coming into... Big dick luck. Big dick luck. Interactions with big dicks. BDL. Big dick luck. And I was just telling her, I'm like, I'm not sure if I have big dick luck or if when I come into contact with one, it just... I don't know if it supersedes, no pun intended, all the little dicks that I've been in contact with. And it's like, oh, my God, that was like a big dick. Monumental. So so literally monumental. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, when I really start to analyze my, you know, go through the files of, you know, the the men. Yeah. It's probably I probably don't have big dick luck. I just remember the big ones because they're memorable. It's a big moment for me. That's a really important way to analyze the situation. And I do agree with you. I personally have had big dick luck because, I mean, I've experienced a few here and there in in my life, you know, but like they've been, for the most part, it's been like average or slightly above average. And I'm fine with that. Like I'm comfortable in that range. So... I will never mention this person ever again after I say this. There's multiple people actually I'm about to mention, but all of them will never be mentioned ever again in this podcast. My ex-boyfriend, immediately after we broke up, I had a dream that I broke up with him because his dick wasn't big. He had like an average dick. It wasn't insane, but it wasn't small. It was average. It was comfortable. It's like boyfriend dick. Yeah, like that's literally that's dick. a term for a reason. Yeah. Um, so after we broke up, I like had this dream where I broke up with him cause I, I needed somebody with a big dick. And then I immediately went out and found somebody with a big dick. And that was the dream. In your dream or in person? In my dream. Okay. And then I wake up and I was like, wow, that was so weird. And then the first person I slept with after him, big dick. The second person I slept with after him was actually so big that I couldn't enjoy the sex because it was too big. Third person, big dick. There was an average one in there. Then there was another really big one. The person I'm actively sleeping with right now has a very appropriately sized dick. It's large and gorgeous. (laughs) I'm cutting that out. You just can't even. You're just you're you're just flustered because you're in love. Yes. No. You're losing your train of thought. I'm not. I'm not losing your train of thought with big dicks. No. Okay. So I was talking about the, the person thing. that you're sleeping with. But. No, 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 that's not a thing. So then, okay, rewind. I unblocked spit in my mouth fan a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know how long ago it was, but we hung out. We were chatting. Nothing happened. We were just chatting, hanging out, talking. And I was telling him about the guy that I'm currently sleeping with. And he looked me dead in the face and he was like, Cedar, you've just been so blessed with big dicks in your life. And I was like, actually, fact check, I haven't. I just manifested it mm-hmm. through my dreams. You dreamt about it, and, and here we are. As we know, Chris and I are very powerful manifestors mm-hmm. and fortune tellers mm-hmm. through our dreams, and <laughs> here we are, baby. We, we are like I'm literally just being a size queen, Raven Baxter. Like we have a vision, and it fucking—it's the future I can see. It's the future I can see. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. That's on big dicks. <laughs> I'm so glad we welcome got that to out our of the podcast. 
Hi guys, welcome back to Hot and Bothered. I'm Cedar Champ. I'm Chris Bruno. And on this podcast, we rate dick sizes. Hmm. <laughs> Shall we bring out our first contestant? <laughs> Imagine, God, just on objectifying this... men. There's nothing more fun than objectifying men. If you're into that sort of thing. Now I will get to the rest of it. On this podcast, we talk about everything that we find hot as fuck. And everything that bothers the absolute shit out of us. If you couldn't tell by now, we have no credentials, minimal life experience. If you take our advice on anything, you're absolutely fucked. And... Like, more fucked than us. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we have no credentials, minimal life experience. I just said that. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Chris is tuned in. Let's get into About it, girls. tuned in as our listeners. Well, I thought there was probably... like another tidbit to like our little intro, but. I don't know. I don't either. I, who knows? I'm not keeping track. Are you? Obviously not. No. Slay. Okay. What are we hey, talking Chris. about today, girls? <laughs> are you hot Let's or bothered today? Well, apparently I'm hot this week because I'm just like realizing things. Realizing like um, Kylie Jenner. Just yes. realizing I was analyzing my dating habits. I actually wasn't. I wasn't. I Chris said, has never analyzed a thing in his life. I have only analyzed like my face up close in a mirror, <laughs> like in a hotel bathroom. I haven't analyzed anything else With ever in my life. the most horrendous life. Yes, I have. And those mirrors that when you flip them around, they're That's like... exactly what I'm talking about. It's like diabolical. It's like, what the fuck? How many blackheads can one human being have on the tip of their fucking nose? No. No one has ever been uglier than in one of those stupid fucking mirrors. And it's so criminal bad. that they invented them. I actually love them. Um, no. So actually what happened was I wasn't analyzing anything, of course. So I was like talking to this guy. We don't need to name him. I don't even I've never even met him. We had a really great conversation via text. I sent Cedar his Instagram and I was like, I'm literally in love with this person and I don't know why. She's responded to it and she said, what, no, what did you say? You said... Because he has a personality unlike the other guys you've been dating. Period. And that kind of, like, struck a a nerve with me. Because I was like, wait, who have I even been dating? And I'm like, I, you know, I've thought that they have all had great personalities to an extent. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know what having a good personality means. <laughs> and actually, I know what it is. And we'll get to that after this little tidbit. Um, and I was like, maybe I need to start dating people that are just funny and make me laugh and make me not fucking care. And like, yeah, I'll talk to this thespian because he's hilarious and can hold a conversation. I don't know. I'm like, obviously he was good looking, but, and then, yeah, now I sound really shallow, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I mean, he wasn't like hot. Was he hot? Did you even look at him? Yeah, he was cute. He was like. He was cute in like a very non-traditional way. Yeah. But he's like the type of person and we obviously all know my my fixation for ugly men that have good personalities. Yes. My pathway to sexual attraction is never through how you look on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's always about whether or not you look interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you are interesting. And so I'm looking at this guy's page and I'm like, he's cute in a very non-traditional way. But, like, he looks like he has so much personality. And yeah, I'm he like, was, like, really funny. You'd be like, okay, like, kind of, like, let's see how this goes going into the date. And then, like, you're on the date and you're like, I'm going to fuck this person immediately yeah, because, because he's so yeah. funny and interesting and fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
Yeah. And that's, I think, the best approach to dating, in my personal opinion. But we'll get to that later. Carry on, Chris. Well, I just feel like everyone's annoying and ugly in general. So, well, yeah, for sure. So it's like. Except for us. Just kidding. We're, <laughs> we're peak annoying and ugly. No, like I was just like, I, I, I was talking to him and I was just like, oh, my God, like this conversation's funny. Like you're hilarious. It was just great banter. Mm-hmm. And. I was also like, wait, you're like kind of hot. He like sent me his Instagram and I was like, okay, 99.99% of the time I get the ick and like won't respond to you. But I was like, why am I like attracted to you? But it's yeah. like so the opposite of the kind of person that I'm like typically attracted to. Okay. I This do... might just be like a rare fucking occasion. I don't know. The stars obviously aren't aligned with and the planets and all that shit lately. So maybe I'm just having a manic episode with this random person that I'm probably never going to meet. But it really got me looking internally based off of your comment mm-hmm. are you mad That's that I'm inter- here for are you mad that I interrupted you <laughs> no not even um so I'm gonna I'm gonna take an approach of how do I find like it takes too much time to find out if someone has a good person like this guy was right off the bat and it was like boom this is great my turn I guess the thing about you the thing about your dating pattern as of late the amount of times I've heard Chris Bruno He's texting me. He's like, I just hung out with this guy. And he's like, he's so cute. He's so cute. He's so cute. And then he's like, I don't know a single thing about him. Okay, well, when I... Hold on. When I say he's so... cute, isn't even on. It is, bitch. When I say he's so cute, that could mean personality is cute. Okay, I'm not finished. I just need to defend myself in these types of situations. Thank you. He thinks he's being attacked. Here I am just trying to help him evolve as a human being. Because I'm obviously qualified. No, but he's like, he's so cute, he's so cute, he's so cute. And then he's like, I don't know anything about him. He's never asked me a single... He, the amount of times you've said this to me where you're like, he's never asked me a single question about myself. Like, he, Chris is like dating these I guys that know. are like so cute, so charming, like so like... Mm, but then like there's no substance behind like those cute, adorable... Well, like, I don't really listen to any... When people are talking to me, I'm not listening to what they're saying. Well, obviously. But so maybe that's what it is. But yeah, a lot of people don't ask questions back because they're socially retarded and self-absorbed. Yeah, and because they're very self-absorbed. And aka when you like are... aka that... <laughs> that doesn't apply here. <laughs> also known as... <laughs> Therefore... <laughs> When you're hanging out with these fucking losers and then you're texting me and you're being like, oh, my God, he's so hot. And then, like, there's there's nothing else. He knows nothing about you. You know nothing about him. It's there's being nothing a gay man. of substance. You're not even, like, leaving being like, oh, my God, he's so funny. He makes me laugh so Because I don't hard. want that feeling. I don't want I don't <laughs> want to feel like. Can you stop being defensive for two seconds? I don't, don't want to have feelings for someone. I have commitment issues and I'm. I, I don't so it's so better. anyway Chris sends me this guy's page and I'm like right off the bat he's what'd you just say I said I hate all of this <laughs> the, this is the type of psychoanalysis that I go through every second of That's every a, single I day in my so own brain it's so exhausting I hate I hate my brain so anyway you send me this guy's page and he's not he's not an Instagram model right like he's not like your typical I felt like he would age very well <laughs> Anyway, but you can tell through his pictures and his posts that he just has a lot of fucking personality. And so I'm like, ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. If he's cute and has a personality, that's probably why you think he's hot, even though he's not traditionally hot. 
But I feel like the people that I'm attracted to in general aren't traditionally hot. I can't fucking pull a 10. I know where I stand on that spectrum. But like, I think, I think I... that I have been so focused on my checklist in my head that I have, I'm trying to abide by. And I haven't really factored in like personality and them like making me laugh or it just hasn't really been the forefront of the thing that stands out the most on my list of things that this person needs to have. That sounds like a really shallow checklist that you have going. It's actually not. I just want someone that has a job, someone that's not stupid, someone who knows grammar and there's a couple other things that are Chris probably very really shallow. High standards, everybody. I don't know who he will ever find that will meet these standards, but we don't have to get into it. I have it written down somewhere. I have a theory. We can do a show and tell one day. We should. We should do that. Please. My own. The only thing on my checklist is big dick, no job, fucks me good, doesn't text me back. <laughs> You're absolutely vile. Do not ever speak to me again. <sighs> the only thing on my checklist actually is doesn't make me feel like shit about myself, which is actually really fucking hard to accomplish. So anyway, um, what I was actually going to say is that the thing about men, though, and like the reason I always go for entertainment purposes and like personality is because the guy might be a five on his hinge or his Raya or whatever fucking app you're on. But then when you meet him in real life, nine times out of 10, I've rarely, rarely ever met a guy that I, well, it's probably because my expectations were low, but I've rarely ever met a guy where I'm like, he's average. And then he shows up being less than average. Like nine times out of 10, he shows up being like slightly hotter than average. And that's because men, straight men, specifically do not know how to take pictures they do not know how to use social media they do not know how to even like make themselves look good on dating apps and so if you find a guy and he looks like he has personality but he's like maybe not that hot he doesn't mm -hmm. look like a fucking model he's not signed with Wilhelmina he's probably going to be slightly cuter in person and therefore if he's got personality he makes you laugh and he's cuter in person Ding, 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 ding. We have a fucking winner. Like, what more could you ask for? I think I'm the problem. I think you are, babe. But I also think that it's the opposite for gay guys. I will think that That's someone's hot. Accurate. And then in person, I'm like, uh. Yeah. Like, your picture was actually from three years ago. And we have a lot going on that I wasn't expecting. I've only ever been on one date with a guy who. And this is also another thing that I have my own mental checklist especially when dating on dating apps if a guy is really fucking hot on the apps if he's a model if he's an actor if he whatever the fuck he is but all of his pictures are professional and he like That's looks hot good. as fuck i'm swiping left immediately that person also 100 percent can't hold a conversation no he's dumber than a box of rocks and probably isn't as hot in real life than he is in his pictures. Mm -hmm. And yeah, no. Anyway, so I, I'm at a point in my life also where like I don't need to date somebody that looks like that. No, who does? I'm also a little bit insecure and I would be absolutely homicidal if I dated somebody that looked like that. So like mm -hmm. it's just not happening for me. But the only time I've ever gone out with a guy who was like so fucking hot in pictures ended up being... A cannibal? Very... 
No. He messaged me today, though. I'm sorry. Um, Let's jump back into that. If you haven't listened to Cannibalism, go give it a listen. Anyway, no. But this guy, it was super fucking hot in pictures. And then he shows up. He's like five foot four, has the biggest ears I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like I was literally on a date with Dumbo. I mean, he was he was a sweet guy, but like he just like he really knew his angles and he knows that he knows his angles. You know what I'm saying? So when you were with him, like on his date, he was like. Kind of. Oh, yeah. He wore me. he wore like a full like, what is it? Five piece suit to our date. Yeah, like what? yeah, like when he, was this when you were in New York? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, I refuse to date super hot men now. I mean, I don't think any of the guys that I've dated are like tens. I think you've dated like some eights, maybe nines. You've dated some cute guys. Oh, I would like to know. We're not gonna list them here, but <laughs> we anyway, can talk about that later. You've dated some. I I mean, compare your dating history over the past year to my dating history over the past year we all know you've had the cuter men that's true yeah <laughs> not a secret and i'm like we can't even argue that not a secret. we can't even argue that no but look we're, we're still here on this couch here we are so you know what it doesn't matter at the end of the day because we're still fucking single and nobody loves but we want to be single okay actually um kind of going off my topic actually this has nothing to do with my topic but we can talk about it because I know everyone just wants to know I was actually thinking about it during a like manic hangover episode this weekend I was like hangover psychosis but it wasn't even like hangover psychosis it was just like I was laying in bed all day I wasn't even hungover actually I was just laying in bed bored and like it was amazing but it, I guess I was a little bit manic. Um, I was like, what would it look like if I had a boyfriend? Like, do I want that? And I was like, for me, it's also been a year. I feel like I could, like two weeks ago, or a month ago, I'd be like, fuck that. I could never do that. And now I'm kind of like, I I could see it. I wouldn't be mad at it. You're getting, you're like shaking in your boots. You're like, please don't think that, Chris. You could never have a boyfriend. No, I'm like, actually... You were thinking the same thing. Yeah, I kind of was. <laughs> okay, well, because I've said this already. I've been seeing this guy. When he's gone, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm like doing my thing. I don't care. But then mm-hmm. when he's around, I'm like, don't ever leave. Yeah. Like, just stay here. Yeah. Move in with me. Yeah. Don't ever leave. Yeah. Is he somebody that I could see myself with long term? Mm, to be determined. But you I'm just, kind of the, like. Like, good company is good company. Exactly. Yeah. But I've also never been the type of person where like. I, I can't justify signing my soul over to somebody that I don't see myself marrying. Kind of. Me too. So I'm like, what would be the point of me entering a relationship with anybody right now if I know I'm not getting married anytime soon? But it, it is kind of like a I fun guess we're thought not, to entertain. Maybe we should reevaluate that. Like if we're, we're not, ready to get married. No, because we're obviously not ready to get married. So maybe we should like shift our perspectives of like a short term relationship. You know what? I had this conversation with somebody the other day, actually. And it was just like a, a mind blowing thought for me because it's just like the thought has never even crossed my mind. Like, why would I commit to somebody if there is an expiration date? But people do it all the time. People do it all the time. People do it all the time. Like, 
I'm not a special case. Maybe I should do it too. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm more open to it. Like at first I was like, I need to be with someone who I'm going to like, yeah, marry and and fall in love with. Mm -hmm. I think we're just bored of being single and need attention. I think we're just very fucking bored, especially because we've both been kind of hermit mode and haven't been like enjoying a social life lately. Yeah. So we're like, "Mm, someone needs to fill that void. Exactly. So we should think about both of those things. Yeah. But maybe we're just going to get into everybody go find a superficial relationship this week. What I've also been noticing is something that I actually haven't been noticing is that... Did you say you haven't been noticing? Something that I noticed, because I haven't been noticing it, is, like, my ex kind of, like, doesn't exist in my mind anymore. Mm-hmm. We we used to text all the time and then about random stuff, and then we've, like, over the past three months, we've really, like, scaled it back. Like, we don't really talk at all. Yeah. I just, like, don't think about him. Yeah. And I'm, like, I have so much more time to think about other things that aren't healthy like this is great absolutely i'm just like i'm not even thinking about him and i was like that's is that growth where what does this mean but then i was like healing but then i was like why am i also simultaneously having this thought of like being open to being in a relationship now that i'm like not thinking about my ex i'm like okay is this happening like in sync or but I'm like, no, I should probably just be in this kind of healthy mindset for as long as I can alone. I think so too. I you also know? historically have held on to the memory of an ex-boyfriend until I find a new infatuation. Mm-hmm. And I actually had this thought the other night. I was literally laying in bed doing my nightly visit to psychosis. <laughs> and I had this thought where I was like, It's been almost a year since I broke up with my ex. It's embarrassing. It's actually embarrassing and it's starting to be kind of pathetic. But it just becomes habitual, I'm sure, at a certain point. I feel like you don't really talk about him that much and I don't feel like you talk about him on this at all. Like you only talk about him to me personally, like I feel like once every like two weeks. Yeah. But it's like you're like acknowledging it and you're like, you're like, oh, I like I had a dream about him or like it's something Mm -hmm. kind of sad. Yeah. That like is triggering you which is like normal Mm -hmm. but i mean i'm not in your brain thank fucking god so i don't know how much you actually think about this person but i do feel like it comes be sort of like a comfortable habitual cycle because it's like it it comes becomes like literally comfortable to like right think about that person right i agree i have been scaling it back i do feel like i'm in like a really healthy place now um, that's hilarious that's the funniest thing you've said on this podcast <laughs> today in terms of healing from this breakup <laughs> okay great you but as i was saying like normally i usually can't really move on from somebody until i like find somebody else to obsess over and i've been really fucking proud of myself because i haven't allowed myself to indulge in that mm-hmm. while healing from this breakup mm-hmm. and i have had like momentary flings that have been fun and exciting but at the end of the day like I hadn't fully moved on from this but Mm -hmm. I'm at a point now where I'm like I do feel like I'm like at the tail end of healing from this and I haven't just like sped up the process by obsessing over somebody new for sure and I think that that's growth that's that's what we call a slay mama that is a slay that's what we call a slay and for you too I feel like you're in the same spot honestly I mean yeah maybe we're just adulting we're just i mean never saying that again that's like the gayest thing you've ever said yeah being adults 
I think I I truly think that like the only thing that can heal a breakup is time. Time heals all wounds, babe. Yeah. And maybe we're just we're we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Should we start crying? Yeah. No, <laughs> absolutely not. I don't feel sad about this at all, but I mean it has been almost a year. So like it no, should it's be about, about time. fucking time that yeah. that light shines. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, okay, Slay. Love that. We're Good turning a new us. leaf. Good for Good us. For us. <laughs> and when we like <laughs> I love when it. We started this podcast, literally like our first five episodes were us being like, We love our ex boyfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're just like, okay, we're not thinking Bro, about them. Thanks for bearing with us through our healing journey, guys. Yeah, oh maybe it'll get a little bit better now. Probably yeah, not. Probably not. <laughs> um Okay, well, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm, like, hot because I'm going to date ugly guys with good personalities, like, really fucking ugly guys. He's going to pull a cedar. Yeah, I'm going to, like, be at Disneyland next weekend with someone who's funny. <laughs> um, Are you hot? Are you bothered? What's going on over there? I'm bothered this week because I am a well-rounded seasoned veteran when it comes to dating, especially, like, dating updates like the modern day dating I've been on a million and a half first dates from a dating app like it's actually insane also because when I was in New York I was a hermit and like I didn't have a social life so the only way I ever really like interacted with people Mm -hmm. was to go on dates aka to get a dinner Mm -hmm, exactly so I've just like I don't even get nervous on first date I can't tell you the last time I've been nervous on a date before because I've just I've been there done that so anyway I have my strategies, my techniques. I've really, I want to say greased the wheel. I don't think that makes any fucking sense, but I've really figured it out. You know, I I have a lay of the land in terms of dating. And anyway, so I broke one of my cardinal rules Mm -hmm. when it comes to dating, especially dating casually and dating multiple people at once. I broke one of my own rules the other day, and the second I did it, I was like, Cedar, you dumb fucking bitch. What are you thinking? And that was, so I'm dating everybody at this current moment, anybody and everybody, and I have been seeing this one person specifically kind of consistently. Nothing to note, big dick, that's all. So he actually stayed the night with me on the night of Valentine's Day and it wasn't like a cute oh like let me come over for Valentine's Day kind of thing it was like uh your apartment is close to the airport and I have a flight out on the 15th can I stay the night with you and I'm like oh my god he wants to spend Valentine's Day with me (laughs) (laughs) no it wasn't even like that but I was just like yeah whatever I don't care I'm not like seeing anybody to the point where I'm like we need to be spending Valentine's Day together so we were both like yeah we were both in agreement that it was like we're not acknowledging that it's Valentine's Day we're just like hanging out it's just any old Wednesday yeah and he actually was like the day of he was like should we go get dinner and I was like no no we're sitting on my fucking couch. We're parking it. We're ordering in. Mm-hmm. I actually gave him a gel manicure. It was very cute. Anyway, that's beside the point. So the day after Valentine's Day, I went on a date with somebody else. Maybe it was two days later. I don't fucking remember. It doesn't matter. So I'm on this date with this person. And we had texted a little bit on Valentine's Day. But then I stopped responding because I am i don't know how to communicate and so once we like saw each other for the first time, we're like catching up and chit chatting. You stopped communicating with him on Valentine's Day because you were. Well, yeah, the 
because I was distracted. Be, let's with, be honest. With a big dick. Yes. Wh- well, when there's a big dick put in front of you, what what do you do? Exactly. Yeah. So. So we're catching up. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, what's new? What's going on? And the some of the first fucking words that come out of my mouth are, "How was your Valentine's Day? What'd you do for Valentine's Day?" Which is actually you're so stupid. Quite possibly the dumbest fucking thing I could have ever yeah. done. Because cardinal rule: don't ask questions you wouldn't want to have to answer yourself. Do I want to have to tell this man what I did for Valentine's Day? Absolutely the fuck not. Because what was I doing on Valentine's Day? I was getting dicked down by a different fucking man. Giving him a gel manicure. In giving him a gel manicure. And does my my current day date need to know that that's what I was doing on Valentine's Day? Absolutely fuck the fuck no. not. Thankfully, men don't like to ask questions about women. And so well, he answered the question but didn't ask the question in return. What, what? Well, no one likes to ask questions on dates besides us, apparently, because <laughs> no one fucking does that. No one does that. Yeah. Anyway. People don't know how to date, actually. That's the consensus. Obviously, but we don't either. Especially not me, no. So anyway, I fucked up. Slip of the tongue, like complete and utter brain fart. And then I just sat there in fear for the next like three minutes waiting for him to ask me the question in return. And thank God. Thank God. God, he didn't because then I'd have to decide if I was going to A, lie or B, tell him I was with a different man on Valentine's Day, which if you know me, I'm. It's like not that big of a deal, but it's also like would yeah. kind of put a bad taste in someone's mouth if you're on a date with them. But yeah. it's also like we're not married. We're Yeah, like we're not together. So like you can't really be bothered by that. But also at the same time, it's like I wouldn't really want to know that if I was like dating somebody. Exactly. But also like. I don't know what the fuck I was just about to say. I think you were going to say, you're like, I, and then I think you're going to say, I'm an open book. I don't care. Yada, yada, yada. No? <laughs> Thanks for summarizing it Is for that me. what you were going to say? Yes. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I have a hard time lying. Like, yeah. It's just not like, it's not like a, it's not second nature to me. Yeah. Like, first nature. I don't know what nature it is. It's just not normal for me. I don't really lie. And so like, that's just not something that I would do because I'm like also your brain like, doesn't think to like go into defense mode to like, no, it uh, does. Like it like goes there. Lie. Like, should I lie? But then oh. also the part of me that's like, we're two adults consenting in this relationship. We've not had a, like an, a mature discussion as to whether or not we're going to be fucking other people. So like, I'm not going to lie about this because lying sucks you're talking about the guy that you were fucking on valentine's day or the guy that you were on a date with the guy i was on a date with is this the first time you met him no we've seen each other a few times but i'm like we're adults we all know that if you've gone on like three dates with somebody they're probably still dating other people unless you've explicitly told them you don't want them dating other people so i'm like why would i lie about that and like if he wants me to not date other people then he needs to tell me that and i wouldn't stop dating other people but like at least i'd know where his head's at but anyway, moral of the story is I don't really lie just because I think I believe in transparency. I'm a woman of transparency and therefore I would have had to have told him that I was getting dicked down by somebody else on Valentine's Day. So I had something to say, but I forgot. Sorry. It's not your fault. I knew you had something to say. I just needed to finish. What I, I know. Saying. And I appreciate you for rushing that out, but I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, oh, I remember. This conversation was inspiring me. Like, I want to go on a date and, like, take an Adderall. And, like, I want to go on a date and talk someone's ear off. That is 
one of the funnest experiences. Like, I want to go on a good 20s. date and talk to someone. We're, like, getting married to someone this week. We literally <laughs> just almost admitted that we're ready to be in relationships. And now we're, like, so we're... eager to go meet new no. people and talk to people. <laughs> we're, we're actually going to get engaged this week. Oh, my God. By Friday, I will have a ring on my finger. Um, I'm just, like, I don't know. That sounds fun to do right now. No, I'm gonna it go does. on Grinder and see who's around. I'm like, hey, do you want to wait come meet until at we finish recording? Okay, <laughs> Chipotle. I don't know what's around here. Sephora. Uh, yeah, you can go to Sweet Green. Um, with the homeless. There's a Subway down the street too. I ordered Subway hungover on Sunday. Or we have a BJ's. We have a CPK. Should we go to CPK after? No. So I do kind of feel that way as well. Where should we go I, to CPK? Yeah. I yes. I only have Uggs. I would borrow you shoes, but that wouldn't work. I don't like well, when people say that. I don't like when people say, I would borrow you this. And I don't like when people say, oh, I have three pair of this. I'm like, I know it's like grammatically correct. And I just was saying that I need to date someone that knows grammar. But that just doesn't roll off the tongue. Neither of those things. Um, I'm going to say something. Like, now. oh, I have six pair of Uggs. I'm going to say something now has nothing to do with anything. And I'm basically saying goodbye to the conversation we were just having about my topic this week. Doesn't matter. Because I love saying borrow, ironically. I love to say to somebody like, oh, can you borrow me a piece of gum? Because I'm going to give it back to you. Like, I'll be, it'll be returned. It won't, obviously, unless you want chewed up gum. I love saying borrowed, ironically, which is my one dad joke that I will never give up. But also, I borrowed cigarettes to multiple homeless people this morning on my block. And I actually, it's like 8 o'clock in the morning, and I texted Chris. I was like... I could actually make a business out of selling cigarettes to the homeless people on my block because I went downstairs this morning. I don't usually smoke cigarettes first thing in the morning. I don't usually smoke cigarettes like that. We all know. But I was woken up early this morning by a guest and (laughs) had a really early start to my day. And then, you know, like eight o'clock rolled around and I'd been awake for quite some time. And so I decided it was time for a little cigarette. I'm rolling off my Adderall. Needed a break from the puzzle I've been working on for three days. God, I go out for a cigarette. So daunting being you. <laughs> so I'm down the street and I decided to go somewhere down the block that I don't normally smoke at. And I'm just like out there smoking my cigarette. This man walks up to me. His shoes are like half on. He's wearing like he's wearing sneakers as like slippers, you know, with like the back part like folded in. Mm-hmm. No socks on. He's wearing a blanket and it's raining in L.A. Need I mention And he walks up to me. He's like, can I please buy a cigarette from you? And I didn't hear him say buy at first. And I thought he was just asking for a cigarette. So I started to pull my pack out. And you need to be careful. I'm like, I don't care. Rob me. What do you want? Like, what do you want? I have no money. I have no money. I have nothing of value on me. And it's daylight. I just feel like it would take you so long to like look down, like flip your hair, open your bag, rummage for a pack of cigarettes, find the pack of cigarettes. And then take them out. During that time, you could be hit over the head. Your bag could be gone. I have straight smarts. I don't think I took my eyes off him once because I didn't even... I wasn't, <laughs> you being like this? No, first of all, I wasn't wearing my bag. I didn't have my wallet. The only thing in my... Po- I had my rain jacket on. The only thing in my pockets were my cigarettes, my lighter, and my keys. God, you sound so like my grandma. I was like prepped and ready to be robbed yeah. and had nothing of value on me. So I reach in my pocket, pull my cigarettes out. And I go to hand him a cigarette and I see him like with change in his hand, like sorting through his change. And I was like, 
I don't fucking want that. Like that so, is going to give me a staph infection. Exactly. Please, just so move along. I give him a cigarette and then he asked for one more and I was like, okay. So I give him one more and then I'm standing there smoking my cigarette and he lights his cigarette too and then doesn't walk away. So we're standing there. I, I stood there and smoked a cigarette with a homeless man this morning. And we did both just like sat there and enjoyed our cigarettes together. There was no conversation. He was very nice. That's he just very like, like serene and beautiful. It was actually like like nature is healing. It was a really gorgeous moment. It's pouring outside. So then as I was like deciding to walk back, it, it was starting to feel awkward for me because I was like, should I say bye? I don't know if this man is like wanting to talk or if he just likes the company of another person smoking a cigarette next to him. But I was nearing the end of mine anyway. So I was like, I'm going to walk around the block and finish this and then go into my apartment. So I pull out my pack. I give him like three more cigarettes and I'm like, have a good day. So I walk away. I go around the block to go smoke a cigarette. So under- generous. I know. I'm, I'm a sweetheart. I go to like smoke my cigarette under wherever. Anyway, protected from the rain. And I'm standing there just finishing it off before I walk inside. Some other fucking guy walks up to me and goes, hey, can I buy a cigarette from you? Whips out a $5 bill, starts trying to hand me this fucking five. I would have been like, thank you. And I'm like, obviously, I'm actually, when I bought this pack of cigarettes, I was like, I don't even want a full pack of cigarettes. I just want a cigarette, but I don't really have a choice but to buy a, a fucking pack of cigarettes. I have more I can talk about that because I really believe in supporting our local nicotine dealers. And I, I love my smoke shop guy. And I have to continue buying nicotine because I love talking to him. So anyway, I have a full pack and I'm like, it's okay if I give cigarettes out. So I don't take the $5 from the guy and I give him a cigarette and we all go along our merry way and I go up into my apartment. I stepped out of my apartment for seven minutes this morning. That's how long it takes me to smoke a cigarette and I've timed it before. Seven minutes. And I had two people try to give me money for a single cigarette. I mean, that could have paid for your pack of cigarettes. How much is a pack of cigarettes nowadays? That's what I'm saying. $11. $11 and like 92 cents or something. And that guy was trying to give me a five. And I thought about it and I was like, if I had a few dollars on me, I would have just given it to him and said, go buy a pack. You obviously need it. You are just a lady of the Lord lately. Like, what is going on? You can call me mother. Mother Teresa. Miss Teresa. There she is. You heard it here first. I just, when someone's in need of a nicotine fix, I really believe in helping them with that. So anyway, that's beside the point. What Let's I was a cigarette after this. trying to say, absolutely. What I was trying to say is that that's all. I don't know what I was trying to say. Good. You're generous. You give cigarettes to homeless people. You don't take money from strangers and you're homeless and you support local business. And that's it. I'm glad I could have that the, the time to share that rant. Thank you for giving me the space to share Absolutely, that. Absolutely, honey. Anytime. That's what we're here for. What else should we talk about? That's it. Unless you have anything that you want to add about bumming cigarettes to strangers and nicotine addictions. Should we revisit the conversation I was trying to have momentarily about like, I can't stop buying nicotine because I love a local smoke shop dealer. Mm-hmm. Like, my smoke shop guy he just had surgery on his nose me and yeah he had like a deviated septum so he had to like undergo essentially almost a full rhinoplasty whatever the surgery does is he for, look good it looks like a nose um and does it look the same i don't know i don't remember what it looked like before but i walked in last week and he had the full splint on and everything and so then we struck up started talking about it 
then when I went in this week, You're he's like, I've like, had six nose jobs. Asking, exactly. He's asking me, he was like, how long did it take you to start feeling better? Blah, 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 blah. And then today he was like, yesterday, whatever fucking day it was. He's like, I feel so much better. Like I can breathe. He's like, I don't wake up feeling tired because I can actually breathe through my nose when I sleep at night. He is a brand new man and he's so happy. And like, he, and you're going to keep supporting about, him. You know the weird thing about nose jobs? Mm -hmm. You know how your nose is like squishy? I don't like when you do that. When your nose, you if you touch your nose, if you've never had a nose job, your nose is squishy. Where? Everywhere. It's just squishy. Mine's like hard. Okay, that's weird. What do you, you where is it yours? squishy? The whole thing. Your, your whole nose should be squishy. The front, at least. Mine doesn't move. Does it look like it's moving? It feels really hard. No, yours is squishy. Yours was just like wrapping around your head. <laughs> Touch mine. No, I don't want to. I I, I don't want to. Okay, that kind so of stuff the weird thing about out. nose jobs is that after you have them done, your nose is hard. It's like permanently hard. And it's, it's I guess, scar tissue probably. And so when we were talking today, he asked me about that. He's like, I have a question. Is your nose like hard when you touch it? And I was like, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like that's the weird thing about nose jobs too is that it's like everyone has a look squishy like nose. It's not, yours doesn't look hard when you move it. Touch it's like it. moving. I'm not touching you it. fucking pussy. I'm Touch not it. touching it. Anyway, it's scar tissue, but it's very weird because like I remember my nose being – because I, I touched somebody's nose who had had well, a nose job. Well, you just job. poked it and it was completely white. So there's obviously no circulation <laughs> in Somebody there. Somebody I know had had a nose job before I ever even considered getting mine done just because they broke it when they were much younger. And we had that conversation. And she's like, yeah, my nose is like really hard. And she was like, touch it. And I touched it. And I was like, that is so fucking weird. And I have a squishy ass nose. And now that I've had my nose done, mine is like literally like hard as a rock. I love that. I it's, want a hard nose. I recommend it. I want to get filler at the top and then I want to do filler on my tip. I could do a little more. I need to fix. It doesn't matter. Anyway, nose jobs are fun. Nicotine addictions are fun. So this week we're going to support a local business. We're going to go on a date with an ugly person and you're going to give cigarettes support to Support a local business by going on a date with an ugly person. Do your charity work this there week. There you go. A double whammy. Mm -hmm. Killing two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. Also, don't stray away from your cardinal rules of dating. Don't ever ask a question that you don't want to have to answer in return. Therefore, if you're fucking a guy casually and you say, are you fucking other people? Don't ask him that question if you are fucking other people. Exactly. Don't bite yourself in the ass like that. What else are they doing and not doing? What did I talk about? Oh, liking ugly people, I guess. Yeah, you're going on a date with ugly people. Although he was like hot. He was hot. And I've been dating ugly people for centuries. So like, slay. Okay, girlies. Well, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope that you got some insightful information from this very educational episode um have a blessed week smoke mm -hmm. a cigarette with a crackhead and we'll see you next tuesday mm -hmm.